It's okay. We still love you. <laughs> clicky, clicky. <sighs> sherry, Sherry. I mean, this is slightly better so far. That's better. Sit on better. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of lemon champ or lucky track dog league you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and build it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, as well as news and notes from the world of amateur endurance racing. Whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough and I give you just the tip, we are sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm mental. And we're really bad at this. We are. Yeah. We, yeah. I feel like we're good at this. Our equipment just hasn't I, evolved nope. with the show. Nope. I'm, nope. I'm sticking <laughs> with this. I'm, I'm sticking we with We don't have still, AI. J- just like our racing. We are extending the minimal amount of effort. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh. So, um, welcome to Everyone Racers. I yeah, think. that's where we are. Uh, yeah, uh, th- this is a Choose Your Own Adventure episode of our podcast. It's episode Ooh. 260. 260 could be the Mercedes W160 built between 1935 oh. and 1940, or the 18-month run of the second iteration of the Datsun Z car, 260Z often forgotten mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or even the it. Ford small block that everyone else also forgets started in 1963 which is it was ended up in the Mustang the Falcon the Comet even the Cobra but no one remembers the 260 everyone thinks of the 289 and 302 so mm, this is a forgotten choose your own adventure deep. really mm, like uh, another Mercedes with a 260e to W124 thing we've got that there to all kinds of terrible terrible things um, that everyone forgot about did we miss something I, I thought we were going to go with small block Ford. Like that was to me, that, that motor had a long life and was the original Mustang V8. So, and we're, we're there with that, but just being in the like two late two hundreds and even early three hundreds, we're going to have so many engine references. That's I just, true. it's yeah. like when we were stuck in all of the Ferrari formula one series and then the alpha Romeo series. Right. And then we had, yeah, we had a Saab. We have like, we had a Volvo Saab era yeah, too. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Hey, okay. trying to keep idea. it fresh. Sure. If y'all want to make a suggestion for an upcoming number fresh, no airplanes stank. No airplanes. Yes. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we have, we have done airplanes, but that's okay. Oh, we totally have, and we don't mind. Just Stank will send us an encyclopedia of every airplane from here until because there's numbers for almost every airplane. But we did ask, so yeah. there you go. Moving on, yeah. we're moving on here. What yeah. you working um, on, Jeff? What are me? you working? Yeah, yeah. No, start with you. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I'm clicking because I'm going to be sharing in a minute. Um, yeah, so it is the beginning of September. It's Labor Day, which means I work 24-7. The kids started high school. Can you guys believe Josh started high school? Isn't that crazy? I saw his picture on what? Facebook. He's so big. big. He's like, uh, he, a, like in a tiny teenager. He seriously grew one inch between his birthday on like June 27th and like August 15th. Yeah, that no longer makes him a tiny teenager. He is now a teenager-sized oh, teenager. He's still he on the small is. Side, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, there was a celebration with his crew, and they were going to do a last-ditch effort sleepover, which meant me and the wife got to go on, like, a date night. And since there were only two of us, we took the Corvette. <gasps> and that wow. son of a bitch tried to strand us in the parking lot of the restaurant. <laughs> You weren't wearing your New Balances, and so it was spiteful. No, I was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, pleated, so yes. uh, pleated dress trousers, because I no, feel like that might have saved you. No, penny it's loafers and pleated dress trousers. What does Jeff wear Didn't any of these little, things? A little plaque in the car that says this is one of eight hundred forty-seven. <laughs> and and you're, you what your tiny no. uh, no. tidy timeout timeout time guy. guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No timeout guy. Uh, so yeah, so C six owners who are automatic owners, which is probably nobody on this podcast. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a C6. We inherit it from Jen's mother. So it is an automatic old person spec. And there is a little electric micro switch and a little actuator that pulls a little piece of plastic away from the shifter that makes you not able to shift the car unless your foot is firmly on the brake. This piece of equipment consistently fails to C6 owners. And the way to fix it is to take apart the uh, entire like center console and take out a pair of clippers and cut that sucker off. So here I am using my rusty ass shears. If you can see, there's a little, little paw right here that is supposed to get pulled off with an actuator that just doesn't actuate and it stops you from pushing the button and making a shift. And this failed at the restaurant and I had to apply some brute force to avoid a tow, take everything apart, cut that son of a bitch safety thing away and uh, go on about my life. So yeah, so that was what I got to do on my single day off in a three week period. So Uh, much fun. So much fun. Is, is it back together though now? Is it still all janky and apart? No. Oh, good call. Guess who knows his friends? Oh. <laughs> While you're in there, Itis oh. hit me. And I, I have already I purchased previously a replacement head unit and backup camera. And I was going to, since it was already all apart, put in the new head unit, put in the backup camera, wire it all up. And gosh dang, Crutchfield gave me the wrong plug. So the power was not being delivered to the head unit. Amazon is delivering, has delivered the right plug, but I've been working, so it's still in pieces in the driveway. That's rare for for Crutchfield. They're usually on the ball with things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I might have messed up because I said I had steering wheel controls for my radio, and I did not have steering wheel controls for my radio. So I'm the fault. I'm... That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in other news, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> in, in other news, not on the notes, I mentioned briefly a couple of weeks ago that I uh, fell ill of some local constabulary who gave me a careless driving ticket. Today, I had the virtual traffic court. Oh, virtual. That's virtual fun. Virtual traffic court because okay. uh, must appear was checked on my ticket. Uh, pleaded guilty, $100, two points. <gasps> two points. Uh, but here's the I link. swear, Your Honor, I'm not a cat. Yeah, I don't exactly. know how to make this go away. <laughs> I am here in person. I am here. Uh, no, it was not like that. <laughs> it, it was like that. It was totally like that. I forgot what you were talking about. <laughs> I should have had my Zoom ready to make it a cat. Um, 
Yeah. So the literally the prosecutor was like, "This is a two point ticket. I will give you a URL that removes the two points." I said, "Deal." So I have to do yeah. a little online traffic school. No and speed, and you're like, my car goes faster than that. Speeding! I pulled. In I front slowed of a guy. down. Oh, anyway, that's my life. Uh, mental. <laughs> you seem to be the only other person who would also fall ill of such things. What are you working on? What? <laughs> I'm saying you're you're the kind of person who would take apart a project and leave it. Oh, oh, oh not yeah, get no, not yeah, get a no, ticket. That is one hundred percent me. Yeah, yeah. About not, yeah, getting a ticket. Uh, <clears throat> ask me about my Volvo. Do not ask me about my Volvo. <laughs> so my uh, class B bachelorhood ends tonight. I will. Uh, conclude this recording and then go and pick up the lovely and understanding Vicky from the airport. She's coming back from Omaha. So uh, as she was gone, I could make a mess. So I did. And I, I, I did some home improvement, uh, took out all of our uh, tile in the hallway. Uh, part of that was driven by we're ultimately replacing all the floor. And then also my poor dog, uh, she's really having a hard time walking and the tile was too slick. So I was inspired with a hammer and a chisel and I smashed it all up and then ground up all the grout out of there and inhaled all the dust. And I did actually have a, a proper respirator uh, just, just so she could get a better grip. And then I just spent, I was up until 11 o'clock last night cleaning every surface in this house, which is now coated in dust despite, oh, yeah. despite me putting up a, a barrier in the hallway. Mm -hmm. There was that. Uh, it was the uh, John Polnick of Bidner's Nation. He had his birthday dinner Saturday night. So I met up with all my local folks. And and I, I, I bring that up because our former sponsors, but, you know, still our sponsors, uh, guys, custom bracelets. So I got my Mercedes bracelet back, the one that was painted to match. Now, I, I it is of no surprise to anyone that I'm just I'm hard on stuff. I break things. I scuff them. That's probably why I appreciate things with character. And the paint had started to come off because these beads were painted to match the Capri blue of the AMG. And knowing this guys, custom bracelets, you can only order these on Instagram, uh, had it for several months because they were doing a lot of impact testing because they know I'm going to beat the crap out of this thing. So she didn't just paint it and send it back. But I got that back Saturday night at, at JP's dinner. So that was fantastic. And tomorrow I leave for High Plains Raceway, where we oh. will be doing Lemon's only 24-hour race of this year. Have you slept a lot? <laughs> because eh, it's Lemon's. No sleep one sleeps for the lemons. dead. No, I'm at, um, yeah, I know that I say this all, yeah. all the time. Yes. Actually, and I'll be working that with Judge Dishwashing Fairy Steve and Judge Aaron Cole, who's got a great piece on the drive this week about the new ID buzz. But if you want mercy, show up in your Detroit Bus Company shirt, which I'm wearing right now because Andy Didoroski uh, got robbed. And rather than ask for handouts, he just asked people to buy his merchandise and they do a lot of good stuff. So that's what I've, that's what I've been working on. Uh, Chrissy. We we were we were briefly looking at some photographs earlier, and then uh, Ooh, some other. Uh, yes, I saw those photos. You uh, yeah, you guys had a great week. We had a great week. Yes, yeah, sorry we missed you all uh, last week. We were on vacation and all over, jumping all over the place. So not a place that we thought we could have a good cell reception. We went on vacation. Uh, we did a uh, three day hike, backpacking through uh, the Appalachia. We were on the Appalachia Trail and uh, into the White Mountains. So we were in northern New Hampshire. 
lovely place. Everything was great until night two when uh, our rain fly didn't keep rain out. So, and then it rained for a good couple hours straight, plenty of rain and rain came on into our heads. And then it, I woke up and then we put our hands under the, the spigots that were coming down through our tent. And then we filled all of our Nalgene bottles with water and then we bailed them out. And so uh, we tried to keep some dry, clothes dry-ish so we could have something that wasn't actually wet putting on in the morning. Um, and then also to add to that, uh, Chris, we, our tent has a little vestibule, a little, little alcove, and, uh, we put our, our hiking boots out there. No surprise, a good place for them until the, um, rain went directly down the front of the tent into my shoe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when I went to put I totally it on, know what you're talking about. I went like this and poured it out. So I had a squishy shoe. I had two squishy shoes, one much worse than the other. Uh, so anyway, great trip. Hiking was awesome. Uh, only some blisters, minimal, um, bug bites, all that's good. Uh, then we went to Camden, visited a couple, our aunt and uncle, and then friends, Tim Burr, who uh, was actually just on Garage Heroes, our sister podcast. Um, and uh, then we went back to the Cape, took the boat out, uh, drove home, sat in a bunch of traffic on, on Labor Day. And now we're running around here. So yeah, sorry we weren't here last week, but we had a good vacation. That's great. I was totally jealous until it rained. Yeah, it was but- only four hours of rain and the entire rest of the week that we were outside every day was beautiful. Yep. A little, little between, hot sometimes. And yeah, but between Cape, New Hampshire, Maine, Cape again, all outside, all great, except for the four hours and one day camping and the drive home. We were in the escalator. Correct. Yep. So, yeah, it's yep. been great. It was a win. Yeah, we had a great time. And of course, many, many great pictures. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Chris, um, you were with That's me. most of it. I know. Yeah, I didn't really work on much. Uh, I need to work on the boat engine. It's running a little rough and it's leaking more oil than it, it did a before. A little rough. So, uh, yeah, I need to figure that out. So, but now it's home, so I rough. can actually do that, which is good. Um, I got the Corvette back past inspection which is great now i'm ddng it to try to shake it down for the rally i found two things already in one day of driving it they need to be addressed as one of them so one of the bulbs is out turn signal and second is the um clutches it's a hydraulic clutch and it, it sometimes you go push on the pedal and it the the it's right nice and up high sometimes it's way down low it always seems to be holding just fine like it's not slipping it's just you never know where that pedal is going to be. I think no. you know it's been mm-hmm. sitting for six weeks. That may that. have something to do with it. So I'm going to keep driving and see what happens. You know, th- like things are going to go wrong. It's an '84 Corvette. Like that's. It's that's just better all. figured out now than in Burlington. Because mm-hmm. oh, totally. That's yeah, we're going to figure out between now and then. Um, uh, quick trip report: the Escalade. This thing is fantastic. Phenomenal. Empty. Love, 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 love reliably at 80 miles an hour gets 22 to 23 miles per gallon. That's great. It's which qu- gives, which that means it has an over 600 mile cruising range. Like it, it's, that it's means, great. That means totally your jealous. giant Escalade gets better gas mileage than my sedan. And yeah, the um, Suburban. Around town, the Escalade gets, um, the Mercedes used to get around 17, maybe 18. The Escalade usually gets like 18, maybe 19. And the same exact commute. So it's Whoa. slightly better. 
Yeah, because yeah, now my mine is all stop and go, so I get thirteen yeah. around town. My, my little tiny yeah. hatchback gets like twenty one, twenty two. So, <laughs> yeah. So the Escalade matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say it was fan. It's phenomenal. It gets sixteen towing the boat, thirteen towing the enclosed trailer. But it's also a lovely place to be. We oh, yeah. absolutely filled it on the way home with all kinds of stuff from the Cape House. Uh, it was it's pretty quiet and yeah, yeah I just I love it. I it, it was a great car to be that little missing that just a little bit. Um yeah. but we uh would we did fifteen hundred miles in it and yeah. it was fantastic. Twenty thousand miles in my Hyundai Veloster and twenty two point five three is my average gas tank gas mileage. <laughs> Je- Jeff yep. maybe I, deserves I, that ticket. That he got. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Jeff's an ass is what happened. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. It takes premium too. And so does yeah, ours. So do but, all of ours. But maybe seriously, people- <laughs> like that, that is that, that that is almost with the exception of Stunt Granny, that is like our entire audience has a car that takes premium. The thing uh, is that if if you were a cat in your Zoom meeting, then you may not have gotten <laughs> two points on your record. Chrissy, remember when we daily drove Mazda threes and we were like, oh, yeah. I only got 37 miles per gallon. <laughs> I don't think my car ever got 37, but it yeah. did very well. I, I did know. when the wife drove it. I got 33. So. <laughs> no. No, in your right. dreams. Oh, no, I got 33. Okay. Constantly moving so, right along. Moving right along. Sorry, Chrissy. Chrissy does it. Oh what? Oh, uh, what? What are we? I was gonna say. Let's start a feedback. News and oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Where am I? I'm skipping ahead. The show's boring. Let's just, keep moving. I just, I just wanted Chrissy uh, to do the intro. I know. All, right. All the major media outlets, including your favorite podcast, Everyone Racers, are now reporting that the Toyota Corolla GR finally has its pricing available. Not like you're ever going to find one at this price, but Toyota claims that the GR Corolla will be starting at $35,900 for the base edition. They also have a special edition circuit model, which will be $42,900, and the highest option track special Morizo, is that how you pronounce that? Morizo, I don't know. I think so, something like that. Yeah, sure. It's that's going to be fifty thousand dollars. Woo! Those numbers exclude Toyota's one thousand ninety-five processing and handling fee, the dealer added market adjustment. But someday the prices will settle. But this is to remind you: three-cylinder, three hundred horsepower, all-wheel drive hatchback Hoonwagon. And really, that would make it cheaper than all the competition because the all-wheel drive ones are are more money. That's why and I the, have Hyundai Veloster R. So the Civic is front Veloster driving M. more money, and the I was like, the Elantra, where did the R come from? N, sorry, the Elantra N is probably close to that, right? Yeah, but it's front-wheel drive. Still, it's old. not all-wheel. The uh, the closest Whatever. competition, I believe, is the is the all-wheel drive Golf, and it's yeah, it starts R. at forty-five. But anyway, so there it is. There's, um, I would probably get a base with the $1,180 performance package, which gets you the tours in and upgraded brakes. There's technology package, cold weather package. Anyway, 
I would totally get the cold seats. weather package. Have yeah. to have the cold weather package. Yeah, because you need the heated seats where you are. What's the temperature out there today? Yeah. Like oh, he wasn't even here oh. for that part of the conversation. <laughs> Surface of the sun. <laughs> it, it, it stings a little. Oh, We're on like day five of a heat advisory. How hot is it there? You, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. The the Mercedes. What mental says. There is. <laughs> Why do I sound like Ralph from this? Sentence? It just is. Because Chrissy doesn't do any voices. She does like three. I don't do any voices. Chris does three. I don't do any. I, I everybody has a high pitched, annoying I, voice. I can do Mickey is. Mouse. Oh, hi, kids. Um, the circuit and the Marizo uh, both come with the performance pack and the cold weather package is standard. So there you go. Whatever. Um, Jeff's not that jealous. Ugh, whatever. Anyway, we're all watching. We were all watching one of the most interesting F1 races of the season. Uh, NASCAR has another chapter in a building in a building issue. Kevin Haverick. Harvick, Har- excuse Harvick. me. I'm sorry, Harvick. Sorry. Shoot, goodness gracious. One of the uh, contenders in the playoffs ended their race in a DNF because his Mustang caught fire. This is the fifth race this year in a car which has caught fire during a cup, grade, cup race. The oh. lack of a, a lack of attention by NASCAR has the driver speaking out. Harvick himself said, what a disaster without a cause. He told reporters later, we didn't touch the wall. We haven't touched a car. And here we are in the pits with a burning car. We can't finish the playoff race because of the poor art, poor ass parts, which is, uh, which is strong. I'm sorry. I it's okay. Strong. Uh, no problem. Strong <laughs> language, especially in a series where the drivers are known for their praise. Uh, even uh, current points leader, Joey, Logano said the second thing that he's concerned about is that his car is on fire. Maybe uh, that's the first thing that should be concerned about when car- cars are still catching on fire. We got to fix that link to Al Pierce's story in auto week in our notes. I have not watched the NASCAR roundy round all year. I had no idea this was happening. I, I didn't either, but with like, literally when a guy goes, you know, instead of, Oh, you know, the Craco Kmart Chevrolet was just running great instead of, Oh yeah. The shitty car caught fire and I want it <laughs> fixed. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Wow. Just be a badass, like a Formula One driver like Lewis. Go on the wall, grab the fire extinguisher, put it out yourself, then walk back Kimmy. to the pits. I was yeah, Kimmy. That was, the there's no way Lewis is doing that. No, Lewis did a couple weeks ago. They should have uh, Now, anyway. finally, Steph Schrader over at the drive is regaling us with tales from Italy. Quote, regardless if you think it's awesome or complete heresy, the Ferrari... Chris, can you pronounce this? Purosang? The Ferrari Purosang. Yeah, Purosang SUV is coming. We'll see the full thing September 13th, according to Ferrari, and to whet our appetites for I released a clip with the V12 uh, that it is getting. Now, embedded in that article is a tweet from Ferrari containing the recording of the SUV's power plant winding through the rev range and along with a shadowy picture of the front end. Ferrari claims the use of the V12 is deliberate for the SUV to prove that the Puro Sang is a, quote, real Ferrari and referred to it as a Ferrari utility vehicle. And the link to the article oh. on the drive, as well as the tweet, is in our show notes. But the big question comes from which of us on this show is going to be the first person to see that one show up towing their Ferrari with a Ferrari to a track day, East Coast or West Coast? Um, West Coast. It's neither because it's going to be on fire. <laughs> before uh or broken down 
<laughs> one of the two, because if it's anything like their F1 cars. Cheryl, yeah. how do we hook up this trailer hitch question? <laughs> uh, I was going to make a joke, but that was the best one. <laughs> Oh, I am so sorry for anybody who's not F1 watchers, because uh, this is riddled with F1 jokes. You, you missed a great joke. Go watch the entire season. Come back and listen to the podcast. Chrissy, I think you have something to say. It'll be, it'll be funny. Uh, yes, uh, we're going to talk. Do, does this have an opening? Oh, that's fine. No, no, fine. no uh, okay, great. Yes, Racing Junk has their own 24 Hours of Lemon sections, but did you know that it has a, a Le Mans section? I had no idea. I didn't either. There are three LMP prototypes for sale, available for sale on racing junk, including this relative bargain of a Giannetta LMP3G57 for just $150,000. And this, uh, the seller has two. Uh, it's got a 550, 525 horsepower LS Motex engine management pushing through a triple plate sack clutch and into the six speed sequential extract transmission that is shifted by a mega line paddle shift system and oh gosh, um, braid wheels <laughs> and uh, complete spares. It better have a complete spare package up for uh, because where are you going to get the spares? Uh, fuel those lottery dreams at racingjunk.com and it's free to browse and post. Okay. Can I say at $150,000, that is less money than you would pay for a GT3 RS right now. Totally. Absolutely. And I mean, granted, you know, the transmission and the MoTeC are all super, well, the MoTeC actually not even that trick apart. There's plenty of yeah. support available for that. LS3, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you get yeah, parts I, that I, I, I think the body parts are probably the most expensive to replace thing on this. That's a good deal, frankly. Like, really, for for value. Absolutely. If the problem is where where are you going to drive it? Oh, it that is a track, track day, day. That is a track day only car. Uh, yeah, unless you are full HB insane. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Can you how, imagine? How, do you do the how about one? Right? How how about yeah. a HB The window one? doesn't open. How do you like, this is five? what I brought, and they're like, mm. yeah. We can't do that because the, no, the ultimate car going to pass it. Oh, uh, be the ultimate car to troll all the people in HPD two that bitch about point buys in their Corvettes and their Porsches is I didn't get a point buy from this Porsche. I didn't get a point buy. From that guy. <laughs> I didn't get a point buy from that guy. I so the local Porsche club here in Las Vegas. We obviously use Spring Mountain, which is a, a resort, and there is stuff like this rolling around there. And the when the Porsche really? club goes, that absolutely. And when the Porsche club goes, we that's our that's our deal. It's how we get to use the facilities. We have to let them on. Now they have to adhere to our rules, and but uh, there's a one of the hard top. Um, God, the 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 active anyway so they they yeah there's a couple of these style cars rolling around in there and like chris said yeah you know oh i'm sorry you know were you whining about not getting a point by from the miata that it took you four laps to catch in your corvette you held me up for three laps granted i was lower than your tail lights but that's not the point so yeah i i, it, I don't think you could get a v8 radical yes you can no could i'm you? sorry yeah you know not for that kind of money absolutely that's what not. i'm saying this is no. cheaper than a v8 radical Mm -hmm. i yeah. like that they only give you four pictures so like they paid some money for this ad but like not much 
<laughs> they probably could have maybe afforded to add a few. Yeah, if you're serious, I, you'll you'll talk to them and you guys. Exactly. I, I feel like that was just enough to get you to fly in. Just to, uh, yeah, just no. get you to email them. Yeah. That's what they really wanted. They do take money orders though. So in case I need to and go Venmo. to Walmart first. Do they have Venmo? No, it says credit card or money cash. Uh, hey, but it says money orders. So if I can pay my IRS bill in uh, iTunes gift cards, I should be able to buy yeah. this. <laughs> Postal <laughs> service money orders. Uh, right? It's what it says. Oh. I, have to, I have to pay my ticket by from court by midnight tonight. So not really by midnight. They just said today. Do you have to use Amazon gift cards to do it? Uh, Jeff, <laughs> the guy, so the guy on the phone said, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, well, Jeff, you might want to check and make sure that actually it, it, you do have to do it before midnight because if they said today. No, no, it will. We will. It, this is New Jersey. They're not known for their tolerance. What they could do? Suspend my license till tomorrow? Or, yeah, putting get get the kitten on the video. Anyway, upcoming yeah, races. Lemons is in High Plains for the only twenty-four hour Ooh. race of the year this weekend. As I said, wear your Detroit bus company shirt for mercy. Join me, Judge Dishwashing Fairy Steve, and Judge Aaron Cole. Seventy-five cars, eleven BMWs, four that's Miatas. That's okay. It though, it, it, yeah, cause especially okay. as, we, as we're going to continue on six on is two Porsches and a group of very deluded optimists in an 83 Jaguar for a 24 hour race. It'll be fine. No, no fail They're in that program. Definitely have a tea break in there. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's okay. Crumpets? <laughs> yep. it really Scones. It really morning. depends on what your goals are. Is your goal yeah. to run 24 or is your yeah. goal? Because that's know? an 83. That's not even like the four Jaguar. That's like the Jaguar. That's Jaguar. A Jaguar, Jaguar. Yeah. Okay. Champ is at mid Ohio, 70 cars. 21 of them are BMWs. Well, that's a lot of boring. Yeah, kind of a little boring. boring. Uh, 14 Miatas, ten, uh, seven Hondas, 10 Porsches. There's a Beretta and a Mercury Marquis. All right. I like that. Okay. Uh, Lucky Dog is at Dog Fest this weekend. Do we know where which track that is? Oh, crud! I'm sorry. It's yes. not in the listing yet. It's okay. Sixty-two cars, seventeen BMWs. It's at the Ridge. They're at the Ridge. The Ridge. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> My favorite. Oh, I know. Sixty-two cars, seventeen BMWs, eleven Miatas, five Hondas, three Porsches, and eighty-six Scirocco. Chrissy, which one do you want to be in? Which race do I want to be in? No, which car in the a BMW, Miata, Honda, Porsche, or a Scirocco? Oh, I don't know. Why is this question? I mean, the Scirocco is going to break. Because didn't you have like a Scirocco? Over there? No, she had a Corrado. Oh. I'm the Scirocco. Oh, I'm the Scirocco nerd. I had uh, I had one first gen and two second gens. Love my Scirocco's. I love my Corrado, knowing that it was going to break as well. So, yes, there's that. <laughs> well, let's move on to the listener feedback section. Hi, everybody. It's Jeff again. In response to our last episode, Michael K. responded to our question about what eBay should put in the lemons toolbox. And he said, for the first time, remember, we were talking about the, the pimping out your hoist. He said, for the first time in almost a decade, no one borrowed their engine hoist at the Joliet three, at wow. Joliet three weeks ago. Maybe people didn't know where they were. Yeah, no, everyone it. knows where Michael is, but and half those cars broke too. That was what was really interesting. So this is interesting. Conversely, his welder was loaded loaned out mm. nonstop. 
Mm. So he says, forget the hoist, put in a 110 flux core welder, helmet gloves, grinder with a wire wheel flap disc, and that would make the eBay box perfect. And I got to agree with him. I think that's a great thing to throw in the box. One of my home improvement projects this weekend was uh, the gate that leads from, you know, between my garage into the compound. And it was initially just two um, bars holding on the door frames as it was collapsing on itself, causing my door to drag uh, because it was Labor Day weekend. I cut a piece of metal, welded it, it was welding it up there to force it to hang normally. And of course I ran out of welding gas. So I had to go to Home Depot, get flux core wire. No, no flux core wire ever. Only shielded gas. It was terrible. It's so bad. Did Thank you God. Change the settings on your change the polarity on your welder to do it. 100%. Absolutely okay. did that. In fact, uh, my welder is now like 16 years old. I had to order a new um, wire feed hose uh, from luckily I, I live in a city with an Amazon distribution warehouse. It was here in six hours. Nice. On Wait. that note though, uh, still listener feedback. Brian D has been sharing lots of odd co- cars that he finds on Instagram with us on the Instagram. And he found this old PPG car from 1981 check that baby out that is a gorgeous Oldsmobile Omega with a quad four and that was when GM was sponsoring the PPG IndyCar series they had all kinds of just interesting one-offs that they use for pace cars the front end on this thing is fantastic that's two yeah. shades of brown it's two oh, shades of gold. brown uh, gold. <laughs> and gold and yeah. gold gold yes all right, can you, Jeff. Can you imagine what that interior is like? It, it's got to be like just crawling into a lovely chocolate I can fondue. smell it. I can Ew. smell it right now. Stop Everyone it. Everyone knows what Ew. those 80s GM interiors smell like. Ew. <laughs> uh, Jeff was deep into vet stuff, posted a what you're working on. So we have a bunch of them. Carl A was tra- uh, training his future pit crew with a slick go-kart and wagon setup. It was so cute. Uh, Randy B is setting up an autocross only for 420 treadwear tires or worse. Nice. <laughs> Tamuj was dodging uh, door panel work and the heat by searching the internet for more parts. And I got to tell you, I empathize. Did he pick 420 first? Never mind. Uncle Dave was preparing <laughs> his new Cressy for the rally. He's going to be in the fall foliage with Chris, right? Yep. Yep. Stackinator was homebrewing and getting his MX3 ready for autocross. He sent us a video for, uh, of the autocross. Cam L prepping for an upcoming race with some interior bits. Andrew S was rearranging Mercor parts, which you need a lot. Gonna say they have to be organized because you're gonna need them. Chairs (laughs) on the Titanic. (laughs) Corey was welding plates in his new project in a hundred and ten degree California heat. That's the worst, Alex L. Sure. It depends on where you are. Uh, Alex L found a cosmic BMWs at a show. I hope it was a show and, and not his. <laughs> uh, Guy B was showing off his new toe pig. Oh, what was it? Understand. No, we don't. Big, I don't know. Big Just, Dodge Ram. So it's on our Facebook. Big, oh, okay. oh, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful Dodge Ram. Uh, Joseph K was stuck in 1 a.m. traffic, dragging home a project car for a buddy. You're very nice. Finally, yeah, that is nice. Finally, DJ914 was in maintenance mode on the variety of vehicles in his fleet. You know who's not in maintenance mode on any vehicle gonna... in their fleet? 
<laughs> I know mom. I know who yeah. is in maintenance mode for their fleet, but I don't know who's not in. Oh, I know, we know who's yeah, none not of in. Them are. None, none of nope. Them are. Nope. <laughs> We're having some car problems over here. Not us. Not us. Yeah. Sorry, um, mom and dad. If if I may take the intro for this and and please, uh, this is your idea. <laughs> so we 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 were kicking this one around uh, just today. Uh, I was talking, we had made some very grand plans for the Chris Vention, which is something that Chris Champion has been trying to put together for years. And if you've ever noticed, there is always an excess of Chris's at a lemons race. Hell, 75% of the people on this podcast are Chris's. Chris Mills had given me a car to bring to the butt in October. And I have just not had a chance to get to it. And so we have had to cut bait and cancel the Chris Vention for this year, moving on to next year, which really good. We didn't make a plan to go out there. <laughs> well, and th th that was also part of it is a lot of people couldn't make it. So we're going to try and solicit a little bit more input on this one. And that comes down to is the, the types of people that listen to this podcast and certainly are attracted to this form of racing quite often find themselves buried in project uh you you become almost immobile with opportunity or you get to the point where it takes you 45 minutes of just relocating something to work on one thing and then you know you've got to put it all back up so when do you purge when do you cut bait i've done this i have an ebb and flow of overestimating my free time and abilities and underestimating how much it's going to cost. I was really terrible about this when I was in the military because I would have no wrenching and I would be deployed and have access to the internet and I'd be on eBay and have uh, all these great ideas. Buying and, and shit. Be, you know, just buying absolute garbage. And because um, oh, I'll have plenty of time when I get home. Yeah, right. <laughs> We, 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 we should have a frank and honest discussion, not just it's primarily about cars, but some other projects. I got rid of some power wheels that I had kicking around because I had some great ideas and I even executed to a little bit on them, but they're just not going to happen. And, they've and, been and just for out. clarity's sake, the amount of children you have is. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, as, as everyone is yelling at their radio right now, you are single, you are retired. You don't have, well, I'm not sorry. I'm not single. You are childless. Yeah, you are retired. No. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, you are retired and, uh, and, and, you know, you're going through this. So it, I mean, it, Moco would look pretty cute in a power, power wheels. Not wrong. <laughs> I know. You could teach him. I could, or th th yeah. nowadays, <laughs> nowadays they they deliberately make power wheels that come with remotes so that you can override your kid before they drive off the cliff. I wish I yep. Or so you can make your dog go around in the yard. Uh -huh. Duh. I, I watched a TikTok of a bulldog. It's all for the gram. It's all for the gram. I'm sure you did watch a TikTok <laughs> video. I'm sure. So, so this is uh, this is one of those. Uh, it's 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 not going to be structured, but we're going to talk about when do you give up on a project, and then when you do give up on. Let's, let's not even call it give up. Just when you decide to move on, what do you do with it? Uh, can I ask a question right from the start? Is this an intervention for me, or me, or is this just a <laughs> if, topic? If like, Chrissy is, and I like, had come up with this idea, recording? then maybe. Are we, but no. are we actually releasing this, or is this just we're gonna 
talk to Jeff for 30 minutes and tell him why his wife is divorcing him and the kid is leaving and the projects have to go. And Jeff, no, it's a real topic. You have, you have been my friend for many years. <laughs> <laughs> real topic. Um, okay. I'm ready. Yes. Let's just say yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Maybe this um, is an intervention for you, listener. So, so uh, who wants to boot it? Does anybody want to start with a topic? Well, I and think then we'll a general a general topic we can go off of here is, okay. what are the signs that either you are done with your project car or that it is done with you? Right. I like and that. And there are a great many signs, and each of these signs we can have discussion about. The, I mean, those you you two sprung your hands up right away. I don't know. I, Mental, <laughs> you've been talking for a while. I was going to say, let Jeff let Jeff go for a little bit, and then we'll go back to you. All right. So, um, th there is a point where you really have to look at every vehicle that is in your yard, everything that is darkening Let's your say, driveway. Not just vehicles. There are projects, projects oh, that are not vehicles. I like that I think we need to consider here. Sure. Do we want to do vehicles first and then move to like life projects? I, okay, Whoa. here's what I'm going to say. The, the vehicle projects, when you have one in the stable that does what it does, but better, it is time to move on because you will rapidly stop driving the one that isn't as good. Okay. I had the Miata that I did way too much work on and I flew too close to this sun and it was too much of a track car and i have race cars and it no longer became work. fun that don't work but that's besides the point but i is it, no is it longer though? would drive it like around the neighborhood because i couldn't put the wife in it we couldn't go out for ice cream because it was too much of a problem to drive so i had the corvette the Corvette and the Miata were living in the same space. They were both two-seaters. They were both fun to drive. They were both go out for ice cream kind of fun, but one of them no longer did it as well. So when it's been okay. replaced in your heart with something's the same, it's time to move on. I also want to add, not, we're not just talking in your yard. That's one thing that and, he said. because. But in your heart is what he said too. Yes. So when he started out with when you look in your yard, because we have off-site storage and I know at least a handful of our listeners also have offsite storage. So this all has to be taken in consideration. It's not out of sight, out of mind, because it's definitely that might be up in the list of cars that you probably should get rid of if it's been on offsite storage. Just want to think about this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Very, thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's a good one. Replaced by something that does it all better. Okay. okay. Good. Mental, you were you at you were next. A piece of advice I got on the GRM message board from 914 driver uh, Dan uh, is when your project becomes a storage shelf, you are on a slippery slope. I like what Jeff said, though. That's exactly how I got rid of my Harley Davidson Road King is I got my VFR and it did everything that Harley Davidson did better. And I never wrote it and I sold it. You know who could have told you that was going to happen? Literally anyone. Well, if uh, anyone you know who's ever though? written a, anyone who's ever written a VFR knows it's I did not have a line on that VFR when I got the Harley, and I, I don't regret getting the Harley, and I don't re regret getting rid of it. I will probably never again have another Harley, though. But yeah, yeah. Um, Harleys are good in theory, but there are Harley people are who they? prefer that. They're good for cosplay. Um, <clears throat> Sure. They mechanically, they, they, they do exactly what they are to do, but it, it, the, the, the biggest problem with Harley, the biggest problem, the biggest problem with Harleys are other Harley, Harley owner, Harley owners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
right. All right. Um, I'll, all right. I'm going to come up with one. You just don't care. It's, if you just don't care, you don't want to do it anymore. You just, there's no passion for it. There's no thought for it. It's just like, ugh. like if a tree branch is going to fall on it and you're not going to go, oh no. Yeah. Like you just, you, you've given up. It is no longer, it, it is no longer creating any passion or desire. It, it needs to move along, I think. Hmm. Um, and I think on the other, on the other side of this is like talk when, when the project is done with you, when you realize you just can't like, nope, I am way over my head. Mm, um, I feel like that's I'll, a whole subject in itself. I, I will, I will use a friend of ours as an example and he will, I don't think he will mind at all. I think he will find it apropos, um, Bill and the Capri project. Mm, Once it mm-hmm. went down the rabbit hole to off-brand engines and trans swap and that's a big project i think that they bit off more than they can chew they're optimistic about it and i think now they realize that it's still not just not it's not where they want to be hmm. i like that um chrissy i'll allow you to go before i throw in another one uh my idea is that you want something else bad enough that you have to get rid of something to get that thing that's a good one Hmm. so resource allocation sure especially not necessarily just space but it could be money it could be uh, I mean, that goes along with you probably like something else better than what you like in the garage or in, in the, the metaphorical yard. So it's probably those are kind of linked, but I'm thinking that there's something that you just might say, well, let's just get rid of that one yeah. and get I mean, something new or fun or different. I really like the Z4M coupe, but I want the NSX more. Still, and with, there's we don't have room in our lives for two for both of them and so. didn't need them. Yes, right. There's like right. They, they, so. they filled the same niche. Going sure. Back yeah. to what I said, and one did it better for you. Yeah. 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 So I, I I answered originally how you should know when you're done with it, but I like the thing about when it's done with you that Chris brought up. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw one of those out there is when there is that one thing that is stopping you from progressing. And that one thing is accomplishable, but you're unwilling. So if you're saving money, like, oh, I, I, if I just get $300 more, I can buy the, the harness that goes in the thing, that does the thing, because I don't have the time or effort or whatever to build my own wiring harness. Or this car is great and I love it, but I need to get a professional to fix the rust before I can swap the motor. So if there is a a roadblock that you're unable or unwilling to accomplish, even if you love it, it might be time to go. And as you're thinking this too, more along the lines of when the car is done with you, sometimes the car just tells you. And an example I'm going to use is Mentals 928. That car said, I'm done. I am out. I don't like you. Here's the reason, all the ways I'm going to show you that I don't like you and I'm done and I want to go somewhere else. 
you know, and, and that was the first time I think in a very long time that I actually listened. I've got a real, <laughs> I've got a real bad habit of, you know, I, I develop loyalty to things. Uh, and it's probably why all my dogs are adopted kind of a deal. And yep. Car said, you know what, this isn't working for me. I went, you know what, Portia, you're absolutely right. This ain't working for either one of us. Although, you know, in, 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 in past pop times, up, up and down your headlights right down the road. How about that? <laughs> uh, I'll tell a story about one of those. When okay. I was moving from Bergen County, New Jersey to West Milford, New Jersey, Fairlawn to West Milford for you, North Jersey people who care. Um, I had my Eagle Talon TSI all wheel drive turquoise rally machine that I loved and had much blood and much everything in. Um, but it became the project car and was no longer the daily. And I couldn't drive it the 45 minutes. My wife said, will this get to the other house? I was like, absolutely. I'll just drive it to the other house. Jump the battery and it'll be fine. It didn't make it out of town. It threw the belts immediately. Mm. The tires were dead. You know, like this is the, no the car was basically telling me, you have not touched me in so long that you can't get in and drive <clears throat> across town. This is not surprising because this is called neglect. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's with the neglect. <clears throat> the neglect did it. That that was the sign there. The Miata never did that. I could jumpstart that Miata and take it anywhere. That thing anytime, ran on spite and But that's why that car really became the project that I could ignore. Well, well, the it, was, was it, it would it, get it, frozen it, under a waterfall in your true. other house and it's like yeah whatever and starts up and drives away up, drives right away yeah that's that's an interesting one. my um my el camino and it, it, it actually the el camino I, it, it was it was it looked good it was fine <laughs> but i would have to start it every two weeks or put a battery charger on it and then remember, and then I'd have to actually spray gasoline in the carburetor because it had sat for so long. I'd have to air up the tires and then I would just drive it around the block to put it right back in the same spot. And it, it wasn't doing, you, you could blame it on the car, but really there was nothing wrong with it. I just wasn't using it. And so when you're neglecting something, maybe it's, it's time. Yep. I like this. I'm, you know um, what I'm hearing? I'm hearing a lot of when you have fallen out of love or you have lost the dedication. Sure. Now the Porsche, the Porsche started it. The, the 928 tried to kill me first. And that's when I fell in love, fell out of true. love with it. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> but there is the, what Hamsa would call the sunk cost fallacy. You know, oh, I'm going to keep holding on to this El Camino because I repainted the hood and I redid the interior and I, but then put in this new carpet and I did this, I did all this work for it. Um, God, this is becoming the mental episode. My Toyota pickup. When the I engine of, finally I thought of this, but I didn't say that one yet. Uh, it, it was, I had, I didn't have a lot of money in it, but I had a lot of blood and I really liked it, but it was just, when was I going to have time to do this next thing? And I, 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 I passed it on to someone who, genuinely is enjoying it right now that's great i feel like i want 
I don't, this is a dangerous subject. This is a slippery slope, but what do significant others, members of your family, what kind of influence do they bring into this? My, my initial thought was when the car starts to fall out of love with your significant other, does that make you want to get rid of said vehicle quicker? Does it, and I know it all depends on who you're talking about. My example is the Land Rover. So Chris brought the Land Rover into our relationship. The Land Rover hated me. It, the airbags used to drop. I would go into the, to Wawa and I, yep, Jeff is showing you how it used to just slop on its butt, butt side. I would walk into the Wawa and get a drink and come out. And the darn car was just like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, squatting to pee I'm now. squatting in the, in the middle of the Wawa parking lot for no reason. And, and, and this it, is before California or Carolina squat was cool. It would, sure. it's, it's it not one cool. Side. It, it was totally, one corner. It, it was just, it's, yeah. It's not, and it would, and it would cool. kind of only do it for me. Yeah, and I never hated yeah. the car. That's I mean, okay. So first of all, we have to back up, and it's a Land Rover, and it, the car had a whole lot of gremlins. Uh, I could go on, but it's it the a whole kind lot of, of thing. miles, but not that many gremlins. Oh, we did. <laughs> for you, we're not stopping. <laughs> this is this is actually valid because that truck loved Vicky, loved her. Just, I mean, I'm I think a, we, I am in another country and it just does what it needs to do. I so, got you, girl. and it, it, and it might've been the time we fixed some of the parts some of it just might've been, okay, that part is going out of style and just said, you know, I don't want to, I'm letting you know that this is a problem. Um, but anyway, I'm coming bring, to bring it back. You've got this vehicle that might be in your life and you say, everything's great about this car and then your significant other. And it's just like, yeah, this is like I'm not loving this and and does it make you get rid of it quicker sorry that was a long story but that's kind of where I was coming from absolutely yes um yeah in the interest of domestic tranquility of which you and Chris are the, the both, both best and worst examples you guys have said it yourself because there's no safety check in your household um but yeah if um if you want to keep doing this hobby and your significant other is they're not into it and they just tolerate it and they develop a strong distaste for one vehicle, move on. Just, just, you, you may love it and it may be giving you everything you want. No vehicle is worth a relationship. I don't have a lot to add here. Um, <laughs> I have space restraints that are not restrained by my significant other. The lovely and talented Jen says you have that many parking spaces. <laughs> Until here, you are, here are my needs. She says she must have a daily driver that runs, that runs without exception. And she is a mega commuter. We've talked about that before. And the mega commute has to go on without doubt. But other than that, the other four or five spaces in our front yard are, are, are mine to do what I want. I'm sorry. And didn't you just move one into the backyard? At least one? Shh, shh, shh. Okay. No, so, no, no, but actually, I mean, but she's saying it. that one is the one that's out of bounds. 
And that's I mean, the one I'm getting the pressure for. Oh, like I said, okay. it doesn't matter what I park where. As long as I'm using the physical space that I am allotted, she doesn't care which piece of crap I put there. Okay. And next on everyone relationships. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not mean to make this go that way. But this like, is, this is valid is, is <clears throat> the automotive motorcycling collecting stamps. Your hobby by, by definition of being a hobby involves passion and enthusiasm, but they are fleeting. And if you've entered into a relationship with someone who doesn't share your, your passion and they have given you reasonable boundaries, mm -hmm. this many parking spots, this much time, this many weekends a month, you owe it to yourself and to your partner to honor those agreements. And on occasions when you find yourself going to have to step out of that, you have to negotiate that ahead of time. But when, when your hobby or project is now infringing on your relationship because you can't keep it within the bounds of that relationship. That's that, that that's, that's time to actually start reevaluating what you're doing, not just get rid of the project car. When Vicki and I got together 20 plus years ago, her rule was very simple. I don't scrape my windows. And when we lived in places where it was cold and I had kicked her car out of the garage, when I got up in the morning, I scraped her windows because those were the rules. And then I solved that problem, moved to Las Vegas. So, right. It's great. <laughs> and you got to wear a sensor. No, and mental's absolutely right. There are boundaries. I mentioned the space boundary. The Jen and I made a decision, uh, an agreement that she dictated. I agreed. You could keep racing. I don't want to see any motorcycles. I think they're too dangerous. Stay on four wheels. Do what you got to do. Agreed. Like, I, I, you're right. We're totally turning this into everyone relationships, but that is, you know, Chrissy brought it up. What are the boundaries and is it possible for a significant other to, to make a project no longer viable? Absolutely. I agree with mentals. If it is outside the original understood, dictated, negotiated, however you had it happen, boundaries of your relationship, cut bait. Or if you find yourself lying, I, I do want to turn this back on you two. How do you guys negotiate when one person like, you know, Chris took good care of that Land Rover. He liked the Land Rover and it hated you. How do you guys work it out? Cause you're both gearheads. You're both into this thing. How do you guys decide that one goes, that one stays? Well, we talk it through <clears throat> with the Land Rover. It was, it, it served its purpose and it was fine when I drove it and she just didn't have to drive it very often. And that usually worked okay. Um, but eventually we, we agreed that it was time for it to go because it, it didn't quite meet our needs anymore. We wanted something that was, we were doing more towing. We were doing more work on the house. We wanted something that was going to do a little bit better in the suburban filled that role very nicely. <clears throat> and, you know, that's, that's the one I think that's had the most uh, disagreement over its <laughs> quality was the Land Rover. Um, but it did me very well for a long time. So I didn't have any grudges against it. That's fine. It did be equally well. Did Vicky equally well. It, it, it served its purpose before it moved on. I, I yeah. think it's interesting that, you know, we're all skirting the topic that the machine, the project, the, whatever it is, a lot of times it's more than just a machine. 
it really becomes part of the family, part of the part of your soul, part of your your um, identity, right? I mean, only... no matter what it is, you've invested in it, whether that it, is money, yes. time, emotions, blood, sweat, tears, whatever it is, anything that you've invested in, you have some sort of emotional thought on. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and that thought might be, you're out. You know, <laughs> I hate you tried to kill me. <laughs> right. Strong love be... can turn into strong hate yeah. very I mean, quickly. It, it was like, in 928, we'll use that as an example. You went from one one end of the spectrum to the other one of that car for good reason. And it did the same to you. So in a in a, in a very short period of time, you know, I was like, yeah. you know, oh, I've got a 928. I have two 928s. I have no 928. Screw you, 928. Yes. Yeah. That happened in like a month. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like it, in the progression of our <laughs> shows. What are you working yeah. on? What's in your garage? Well, how many oh, do you have this week? Oh, oh another one. Right. Oh, oh right. now I don't have any. Oh, like now what? this one's better though. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, but, but now I took oh, a sauce off this one. That's oh, the parts I need. Wow, mental! You have a lot of voices. This this show. Yeah. You have a really <laughs> high pitched show voice. You have a ho ho ho. You sound yeah. kind of like Santa. <laughs> Santa, is that what I was doing? Failed Project Santa. <laughs> Project Santa. Failed hey. Project Santa. All right, all right, all right. Let's let is let's left turn this right here, right now. We know what it's time to get rid of it. No, a way to bring it back is there any tips or tricks out there to re-fall in love with the project or maybe just something to give you that one last gasp of a chance round the horn i don't know i don't know if i have an answer to this i get i've got two ideas oh good 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 one is a big burst of energy and attention like a work weekend with some friends because there's always something that stopped you wherever it is. Mm -hmm. So if you get enough attention, the right people, and you can get attention, you move past whatever that thing was, that might re-energize you to do it. Because hmm. you've had this mental hurdle in your brain for so long. It's like, oh, I know I've got to do that. Oh, it's going to be tough. Oh, 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 oh. And you I just don't want I love so that you, idea. You, you just round everyone up, pizza, beer, great working and everyone likes a work weekend it's fun usually you know something you're thrashing when you want most work weekends are actually just fun so see if that helps that's not, that's thought number one I like it i think I that happens I I, I I would i would i would offer the the additional advantage of that is you know your friends that will come over and work on your project are good friends reliable friends and when they just go oh dear god get rid of this damn thing you're getting the truth. So if nothing else, you're going to get unfiltered honesty from people you can trust. And my second thought was make yourself put it on the front burner for X period of time and dedicate there. This is going to be the front burner project for one month, two months, two weeks, whatever, whatever the right time is for you and see what happens at the end of that month. You will have made it better to move it along to wherever it's going to go or you have realized that it's, it's, it's can stay. And how do you feel during that time? It's on the front burner. How, like, how does that work? Like, but you have to actually dedicate time to have it on a front burner, not just say, yeah, it's my front burner project, but I'm going to go have dinner and, you know, you, you go do other things. Ha like, have a plan of attack. Work. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But dedicate, I am going back to this. This is a front burner project. And either it's going to work out. It's going to work out one way or the other. It's like when you're on a motorcycle and you're leaning and you're not sure how it's going to go. You lean a little further one way or the other. (laughs) It's going to work out. (laughs) uh, Being a four wheel guy, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Let me say here that I, you know, maybe it's my diversion. You've gone around the corner in Scooty. Come on. Yeah, of course. Sometimes you just got to lean a little bit more, and Scooty, yeah. you you can you can drag the, the no, plastic I'm, just I'm a little. No, I'm not there. I'm not that far <laughs> skilled uh, because I get no time, very little time on two wheels. Uh, let me say that maybe it's my divergent brain, but I'm going to suggest Project Chicken. You know what Project Chicken is? Tell us more. Register it for that event. Commit yourself pay the money that three months from now, this thing's going to do the track day or six weeks from now, it'll force you to thrash. It'll, it will make or break. Okay. Signing up the RX seven for New Hampshire. <laughs> I see there, there needs to be a degree of realism in there. No, no, absolutely. There needs to be a degree of realism, but you know, like that, because that commitment will, you will either do it, diet or go, what was I crazy? I don't want to do that with this thing. Like I'm saying for the, for the sheer small price of a registration to a track day, you could really, it's kind of like, like, uh, you know, like going to like couples retreat, you're going to go into the woods and spend time with a therapist with your, wow. I just did this. this. I've never done this. I just spent three days I mean, with a therapist. Like your therapist at the end of the three day retreat, you're either going to be bonded or you're going to be recommended. I feel like you don't actually need the therapist being in the woods with my husband for three legit days with no cell reception. We ran out of stuff to talk about. We, yeah, yeah, (laughs) we did. (laughs) But having uh, having driven across the country with my spouse, yeah, I'm I'm with Chrissy. You don't need therapist. Nope, I don't think you do. For, for, for my wife and I, it's Penn State tickets. It's committing <laughs> six three-hour commutes, spending the day together, and then a three-hour commute. So let's uh, – th- this, this has been good. And, and if we missed you know, these, little, these little signs that say get rid of the car or get rid of your project, let us know. But do we want to touch into, okay, you're out of love. How do you get rid of it? Fire. <laughs> Did you say fire? Uh, yeah. Oh. Metal's Mental's 928 was almost there. Close. Just close. Oh, fire. And almost okay. by its own choice. It almost self-flagulated. And, you know, anyway. Pretty much. Um, absolutely. Yes. I'm just selling as is. You know what a great place to do that? Racingjunk.com. Ooh, um, oh, I love it. But just this is what well, this is what we do with the Citroen. When we it's like it wasn't gonna happen. Like we tried, we tried, we tried, and nope, nope, not gonna happen. So we took it out, gave it a little cleanup, laid out all the parts, took some nice pictures. Here it is. Off into the world, someone will find you. And someone did. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, my Eagle Talon absolutely went this way. Um, it was sitting in the yard. It hi, was... Jen. Hello, Jen. They're all saying hi to you, Jen. She's, she's <laughs> doing laundry. Uh, we have house guests coming. I'll tell you about that afterwards. Uh, but anyway, so uh, um, 
the talent literally was in the front yard just like i'm a sad car and jeff has fallen out of love with me and that's a guy, that's a dsm's natural habitat isn't that's it? right that's right uh, and a guy <laughs> came a guy came and he did some work on the house and he said oh what's with the car i said <gasps> buy do you it. want it buy it it's yours make me an offer make me a stupid offer you're going on i put on the devil voice did you hear that it's the devil that's, on your shoulder that's exactly how i got that 928 make me a stupid offer make me a stupid offer man if someone yeah. says you can't lowball me you can have it i got that's how i sold the ambulance the, the guy pulled up in a lifted body swapped international harvester pickup truck and i said this mfr is going home with this ambulance because i don't want it anymore and i don't, I don't know that you really wanted that dollar for a while it's going you, that was a this is a good right now idea jimsy 30 same thing get it out of here and that does lead into the sunk cost fallacy that hamsa loves to beat us up on you're getting rid of a project look you've lost that money that money is gone you've already okay. lit it on fire seriously just don't do not delude yourself into thinking you're making a profit the three other people on the screen had literally one of a handful of two-door French Grand Touring coupes in the U.S., in North America, that still had the fully functional pneumatic suspension. No one cares. There's, a, there's plenty of them out there. No one, no one, no one cares. They, 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 just, they just needed to be rid of it. The Rolls Royce. R rare does not equal valuable. No. The... Yeah, and yeah, we know that a lot. That is one of eighty-seven with yeah. these formats, and the and and I and I love like Jeff talked about with the uh, the International Harvester. This is the, I I I retell the Rolls Royce story because I love how I love how you guys acquired the Rolls Royce, but I love how you sold it. And I want you guys to tell that story. But if someone shows up and they're enthusiastic about the thing that you fell out of love with, you owe it to that you can, project you can put a link here to, to the saga of the rolls royce story <laughs> and the saga of the citroen story if you really wanted to you know boom that's gonna smash um, that like button right yeah that did, 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 did we ever did we ever we told the story of how where the rolls royce went to where it yeah, got sold the whole thing okay excellent. Yeah. we had a whole show on the rolls royce i remember having the okay excellent so if someone shows up and they're just enthused or they know a lot about this obscure thing that you have just let them have it for a song. You know, I bought, yeah. I bought a car once for a case of beer. You sold one for, I, you right, sold one sold for one one too. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, I think you I, got the I better remember, end of the deal on that one. I remember <laughs> as they were going, Vicky said, make it good beer. Make sure that it's good beer. And you're like, and they did. They did. Absolutely. I think they brought more. Like, I think you said, get me 12 and they brought you 24. I seem to remember. Yes. That. Uh, so, so that's that's selling the whole project as it is. What about uh, what about parting out? Who here has actually parted out a car? Oh, Chrissy's the part out queen. I mean, I I used in my previous life I did. Um, yes. Yeah, my previous but, life too. I bought a CRX that um, was worse than advertised. I got a fair enough deal on it with all the parts, so I just parted the whole thing out. I parted all kinds of stuff, but I also I was in my early twenties and. You know that was fine to do then, and it's so correct. Be it. and what was the biggest hurdle for both of you 
when you part out a car, what was the what what took the most commitment? Putting uh, it up online. Yeah, going through it, it cleaning the, it, the time putting to list all the parts. Yeah, cataloging like yeah. storing, keeping them all, listing it all online. That takes a lot. Boxing of time. them, and we've done it with so many of our stuff, our things now. Mm-hmm. Was anything the, ever worth it? We made well back in that that old CRX. I doubled my money on it, and a car I had zero emotional investment in, and then scrapped but the shell because it, it was too it? rusty. At the time, it probably was because I, you know, was twenty. You needed years the money, old and, right? Yeah. yeah, that was good money at the time. Yeah. All the money we've got out of selling the various assorted car parts, I think, has been decent because we've been more discriminating on it. Like when when we're going to st- to when we're stripping a car and trying to see figure what parts we're going to sell, I will just look online for sold listings for that generation of car mm-hmm. and see what is selling and approximately did- selling for. I did that with everything, just about every trim part. We kept everything for a, a week and I went through it all and I looked at all beyond this from when we stripped the Mazda recently. Um, it was, uh, yeah, we looked through it and figured out what we had. And I was like, this thing less, it, like basically less than 20 bucks ish. We basically bailed on it um, yeah, and, and threw it away. With the, same with the 300ZX, same with the Civic. And, and my threshold is usually more like 40 or $50, unless it's something that I know is just rare, but not called on very often. And then I'm, if it's an older car, that's really getting tough. I might be a little more sympathetic, but something like the 07 Mazda three, I mean, the junkyards are full of them. Like, you know, don't be, don't be. But some of the nicer leather parts and like, you know, things Mm -hmm. that are you, even in a junkyard, you're not going to find because the car was nice to start with, you wouldn't find the actual nicer parts. Um, So I think, Oh, so another thing that Chris is not talking about when you're talking about parting out parts, uh, I we now care because the twenty dollars here, the forty dollars there, the effort to do all this not top of mind, not what we need to do right now. But I had a passion for not throwing things away. So not only did I want to give the parts because I love the car, and I would say this is from a loving car uh, or car that was loved because I wanted to give the parts because they were nice, but I wanted to make the effort because I I live next to the landfill. So I did not want these car, the parts, if I could give them to somebody for a little bit of money and they needed that part, I didn't want to throw it away. So that was my day. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And some of these parts were kind of silly, but I'm like, if you're going to buy a door handle for me for 20 bucks, I, what does yours look like? Or do you not have one? Right. So I was just trying to be, it was more of, of here's a part that I have. And all of a lot of the parts that I kept were small enough that they're still in a, a box, an oil, a box of that you get Rotella in, right? So it's a fairly small box of parts and it's no hassle for us to keep it around. So that was another added. Positive. So when, when I picked the treasure trove of 914 parts, as I point to the hatch, here that I'm hanging on my wall. Um, I saved a ton of stuff and basically shipped it all down to DJ 914. And he recently told me like one of the things was like a cut off window windshield frame. And he, when he was going through it, he said, look, none of this has any value, but it's valuable because there's someone out there who needs this shift knob who needs this and he recently told me that he actually found a a person i don't even know if he said the word buyer i think he might have said buyer but like i said i he gave it for free as long as someone takes it for that windshield frame 
So it was like a rough cut windshield, like someone made a spider, you know what I mean? Like just mm -hmm. took the windshield frame off and he found someone to take it. And he was extremely excited. Like, Jeff, I found someone to take that. And I was like, shit, dude, I didn't even know you had any parts left. I figured you sent them all to the junkyard. He's like, no, no, no somebody needed that so chrissy i'm glad you brought that up because that's really important that that if we want people to continue doing this as a hobby support the hobby by at least throw those suckers on craigslist look what's needed well there's someone. there's any number of facebook and reddit communities that specialize mm -hmm. in whatever car this is um and if you throw it out there to those people and they say and no one says anything because I have an entire set of glass for a 928 that is one week from going in the dumpster. Uh, Cause I, I, especially the curved glass on the rear hatch and I put it out there, but no one's taken me up on it. And literally it's come get it. But yeah, well, cause I'm, I mean, I'm with Chrissy on the landfill thing. I hate yeah. that. Well, even uncle Dave talks about like windshields. He, he has trouble finding windshields for Cressida's. Yeah. Somebody out there wants your windshield for your Cressida. Yep. Um, so who here has taken, actually, who here has driven a car to the junkyard? Nope. Wow. By the time okay. I got there, I've already taken the good stuff out. I've Just definitely me. dropped off several ad. <laughs> I've called to get them two picked CRXs up. and an Integra. I've wow. Oh, I have, wow. I have driven spitefully to a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this here? Because I not allowed to set it on fire. <laughs> local environmental I, restrictions allow yeah. me from giving it a viking funeral um <laughs> okay so jeff jeff you've had them come and pick them up you yep. live in new jersey what are the rules because we uh, deal we deal in a lot of liberal bill of sale title yeah if you have a title that is at least plausible <laughs> Someone will come get it <laughs> and give you some amount of hundreds that changes by what it is. Uh, basically, they're paying you, I'll buy that car for 600. I'll pick it up for three. They're going to, you know, give you, give you back some of the money they were originally going to offer. Um, and it's basically like, if you have the title, I'll give you 300. If you ain't got the title, no, they don't want it. So, uh, I know, an, yeah, in Nevada, they can't even take it. They, if you don't have a title, yeah, they don't want it. They, they are required to have titles on all of the vehicles here in the, uh, like the U pull it yards. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'll tell you about three that I sent to the junkyard. Um, there, two of them were trucks. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just talk about those two trucks. Um, one of the trucks was my black, uh, Tahoe, uh, Chris helped me on the generation GMT 400. Thank you. GMT our, 400. our favorite topic. Yeah. Uh, great. 800 topic. is usually our favorite topic. Great topic until, uh, it didn't have the transmission that was worth a sh shit and big box of neutrals which you yes, had that day <laughs> a box of neutral rocks is what i got uh towing the half magic trailer that mental just traded to the tweaker for the other trailer um so yeah a blown <laughs> transmission totally it's totally legit no problem yeah. <laughs> a, a blown transmission in what otherwise was a 
decent vehicle with a decent body and a decent everything else. And it was not worth my time. I was in the middle of moving. I was never bonded to it. Um, I, I did not have space for it because I was moving literally across the state and come get it, Mr. Junkman. You can have it. What about um, the, uh, Wago van? What was the saga of that one? Uh, that rusted in enough structural points that it wasn't worth keeping, but, uh, we sold it to a local guy who was a Wago van enthusiast who was really geeked out about all the four wheel drive specific parts that were, that were available. That's and we had the title. The so that went put in the trunk. Yeah. We, I mean, we, it, we, it, he, he had two four wheel drive transmissions. Like, oh, we push it arms. down a street that doesn't have a side street, like in the middle of the road. And it was snowing a storm. Uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. And then a homeless man helped us push it into the <laughs> elevator. Into an elevator. Yep. In in a like a row home row home yep. type place. He was wearing a garbage bag. He was a very happy good. What good did you push guy. in the elevator? The car. The, the, the car. Shell of the, wagon. the shell of the car. The, the, their shop was up an elevator in Pottstown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good story, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, the rust the rust bug is what ate the other truck. I had the Ford F two fifty that I I got for free, and I was going to turn into my tow pig, and it was a rusty Hulk. And it was not worth giving it to anyone because anyone else who would drive it would die. I don't so, remember that one. Yeah, we remember the world's longest brake job we did. Yeah, it was on like the Rolls Royce weekend. I like hurt my it back was trying really to long yeah. ago. Well, okay, that's the one you cut ago. yourself open, and Chrissy oh, drove yeah. into the hospital, and you guys said, "No." I forgot <laughs> what I what that, oh, that what weekend. I didn't remember. I no, think that was, that was the boat. That was the boat. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember no, that no. truck. It was, yeah, it was a terrible truck. I got it for free. It was an F-250 and it was a it, Chevy 2500. This sounds like a terrible Chevy, idea was, just yeah, to start it was, with. It was gray. I remember the problem was it was a light duty 2500. So it was only six lugs. So no one really wanted it because it was, it wasn't. It's so that's why you got no it for way. free and you, ex your expectations were completely inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And when I got it home and realized it had giant holes of rust and was an absolute rust oh. beast. New York state car. I said, this is not worth my time and effort. Uh, okay. And because selling yep. it, even if I would have got a dollar for it, would have put someone else in danger. I sent it to the junkyard. Very nice of you. Very considerate. And when they can't go to the junkyard because you don't have a title or there's some sketchy paperwork or you traded it in the middle of the night at an intersection for another piece of sketchy equipment. <laughs> <laughs> You're I, I only think... left with one option, and that yeah. option involves a sawzall and several weeks with a dumpster. Yeah, yeah we did it in the um, with the, the not original... we did it. No, my, I, right? I, I know. My friend somebody. did it. I was like, "Where are we?" I know did this with a, a, an S10 that used to be under a boat as a race car. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we had a title, title for that. We did, but we never transferred it. And like, cause it wasn't notarized because we were in like Bumble F. Bumble, West Pens Virginia. Right? right. And it was, and we were just like, just get us out of here. Holy shit. This place is amazing. Before um, we so made car. Well, that car was never street legal because you couldn't have lights on it. So we knew that we were never going to make it right legal like the rest of them. Just, it, the lack of a notary was the problem on that one. But anyway, we had the, the lack of a lot of things. It was legal, but we knew like it, it wasn't 
going to go. So we had the frame, we had the cab or what's left of the cab. So we cut the cab up into chunks, cut the frame up into chunks. Oh, I'm sorry. This is your friend. Your friend, 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 cut those things up into chunks. And we brought that. They brought them to the scrap, the, the metal scrap place in Pottstown, just in the back of a suburban and tossed them in there where a random sketchy dude in a van is like, oh, I cut up a car once too. Just once? Amateur? I mean, oh, I no. think the, the only issue was there was one part with the VIN. No, no, I know. Nope, I know. I could tell you where the VIN is. The I know the VIN. It, uh, it may have gone into some local residential trash service pickup because <laughs> they it's don't fine. look for that kind of thing. Yeah, it's fine. I, anyway, I I have cut up so many cars, and then the, basically the idea is you have to get them to small enough pieces to where you can't really prove they're a car, or they have to fit into your 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 trash bin. Um, in Oklahoma, when we we shared a shop in Oklahoma, that would be like a Wednesday night activity. Someone got a car from a tweaker that they needed parts out of, and now that car needed to go away. And chunks and we would all show up with a fresh pack of uh sawzall blades um sawzall blades usually beer. <laughs> use oh yeah totally case of beer that too stuff. sawzall sawzall blades are the weapon of choice and for god's sakes and this is not me placating chrissy put on some gloves put on some eye protection because you do not know what is coming flying out of some of those cars um is and, it me or does mental hang out with a lot more tweakers than the rest of us on the podcast? Hang out. I don't hang out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would see, how about that? It's, it's, it's Oklahoma. It's You've Oklahoma. Seen his phone list. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. if if they're in my phone and they have a weird name, they're probably upstanding citizens. If That's they've got true. a normal name, don't I'm trust them. Legit. Okay. <laughs> But uh, so you do have to cut those parts up and that is going to take some time. There was a um, I think it showed up on the Citrus Racers line on Facebook and it said, if anyone is wondering what the weight limit is of your plastic rollaway dumpster, it turns out it's a Toyota engine and transmission. Yeah, and it was I a photograph of someone, lift, you know, the, the robot arm lifting up the dumpster and the engine, the transmission staying um, B put the engine in one, no heads, put the right. transmission in the other. No torque to yeah, do be, plywood on the bottom so that it spreads yes. the load. But 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 do be kind to your trash people. But more than once I have been up in the morning having my coffee and heard the trash truck come by and the you know the normal sound of the arm grabbing the dumpster, dumping in, putting back down, and then it hits my block. <laughs> 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 clang, 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 clang. You know what? An engine, can, can an engine block hitting pavement makes a very distinct sound. A front uh, subframe quarter yeah. makes a very distinct sound. Oh. Um, but there, there is some some art can, that can go to this. But uh, yeah, you're going to want to cut it up. You can also buy actual metal blades uh blades circular saw metal blades mm -hmm. uh, the, you know uh just just throw that out there if you've really got a long cut you need to make do stuff uh if you do actually ever have to do this no kidding uh you are cutting through any number of six different types of material 
the blades are going to do some weird things. Even if it's miserably hot, you're going to want long sleeves. You're going to want some good, thick gloves. You're going to want eye protection. Uh, and you're probably going to want a hat because it's going to throw all kinds of weird stuff that's going to land in your hair. Or Jeff just goes right onto his head. So there's yeah. that too. <laughs> So, uh, uh, but you can't, you can do that. And you're, you're going to want to place out of the way to pile up this pile of metal. Cause you're, it's going to take you it engine and transmission out. It's going to take you about two months to throw away a car. If you have no depends other depends on how aggressive, trash. Yeah, the, <laughs> how aggressive you are. Well, that's uh, using yeah. residential trash. If you can put it in small enough chunks that it's, you know, you take it to car, a this car was crashed. You take it to a scrap scrap metal place that they weigh yeah. in, weigh out. That's a lot easier. And and that's a, that is it's it's also it's a lot better for the environment. And then uh, if it's mm. small enough chunks to where the scrap metal guy doesn't have to go and testify under oath that it looks like a car, just making their life a little bit easier on that. Am, one. am I the only one that just my scrap metal just magically disappears from the curb? Well, that's the other option. No, yeah. Uh, I, Interestingly enough here, I, I've never had that kind of luck in Oklahoma or Georgia. Uh, but yes, here on big trash night, I deliberately, uh, uh, trash day is Wednesday here and I'll put, uh, things that I know are of value to someone else. I will throw them out on a Monday night mm -hmm. and more often than not, they disappear. Uh, in fact, just recently, uh, when I was getting rid of two of the uh, Power Wheels cars, there was a set of 928 sway bars that went up with it. And um, but they left the 69 Camaro bumper. But so, yeah, I put out buckets and buckets of metal and just put a little note on it that says, Mr. Metal Guy, please leave my buckets. They never ask for the VIN. <laughs> All right. So. We know that you're going to fall out of love with these projects. And when that happens, it's either time to sell it, part it out. If you've got the patience or if it's sketchy, just chop it up. Um, while we were having this conversation, we received an email from Brian Ganelli. Uh, who was stuck in conference calls all day and did not realize that uh, he had a, a, an event scheduled. So, Hopefully he'll be with us next week. And he is the guy that built motorsports.reg. So chances are, if you've gone to a track day or an autocross or done any, if you've worked for extreme experience, they all use motorsports.reg to try and organize your stuff. And he's going to be on there talking about his motorsports journey next week. But before we get there, I may have jumped the gun a little bit. What, uh, what are we doing here? We do the, uh, the, the next show before yeah, we the next, do the next show promo. Yeah, nope. But, totally, yeah, okay. uh, totally, totally Roll put my it. foot in my mouth on this one. <laughs> no, that's Sorry okay. about that one. Is it on the spot time, Chrissy? Do you want I, to yell on the spot? I didn't know which one we were doing because you were. It's on you today. So okay. is it? Well, we on went on on the spot. So uh, y'all know that I love trolling tool uh, internet. You have a tool, tool bear. bear. Uh, tool bear. I have a new tool bear. His name is Mr. Subaru1387. Yes, he is on TikTok. <laughs> and he recently convinced me to buy. Should I show oh, you the no. Amazon link or should I show you the tool? Show us the tool. No one, the Amazon links we'll put in the show notes. No one cares about that. All right. Here's the Amazon link. Okay. This Describe is the, it. This is the Astro Pneumatic 9581 Precision 
panel clip pliers. This is supposed to be like remove all your panel clips or, you know, Christmas trees, whatever you call them. And it's a pair of pliers with a nice little flat on it. And it swears that these are non-marring. So it's hmm. not going to scratch your paint. And I, and I, and I, unshare. I mean, it's metal. It's if you, that's right. It against that's it's right. going to scratch your paint. I bought it on his review and it showed up and I was like, uh, that's metal. How is that not going to mar, you know, as I rip apart the can, it's like literally ripping the aluminum. I think, I think I might've gotten taken for a ride here. I don't know for 17 bucks. I'm willing to try. It's a, it's a good it's, price. It's a good price. I'm not mad. It's it polished. Won't, it won't mar the plastic. If you're going plastic against plastic, like most of the ones on like the Mazda, for example, and modern cars got plenty of these. It's all on plastic. None of them run metal. So it wouldn't be a big deal. And yeah. it wouldn't mar those surfaces because it's, it is a broad base there. And it's a gradual turn at the bottom. It, it, it's got a, a radius to it. It's not sharp. So it won't mar plastic, but it'll definitely mar metal. I yeah. think so. Yeah. You, I think you may have just have inappropriate expectations about I'm going to use this metal tool on metal. It's not going to mar. You're a ah, screw you, Subaru, right. Mr. Subaru, Subaru. 25,773657. Yeah. I mean, people Whatever. know how to work on things because they're broken. So, so, so question A, what do you think of my new tool? Do you like it? Do anybody want one? For $17, I'd give it a shot. I wouldn't. I think you're not going to use it very often because you don't have that many cars with panel clips that are still there. Oh, I have a lot of regular cars. Oh, that's true. Clips. I wouldn't regular use it on the Benz, but I'll use it on the Volvo. Because <laughs> I don't care if I lose a, a clip on the. No. Right. So, so that was question A. Here comes question B. I have to just hit the share button. Mr. Subaru has me again thinking about purchasing a tool. Gosh, you and tools. I know I'm you're excited. a tool. So this is also Astro Tools. By the way, Mr. Mr. Subaru's thing is he knows which plant built all the things for Snap-on or Maco or whatever. So it's basically like the exact same as the Snap-on, but much cheaper um, or whichever plant, whichever it is. So this is something I have never seen before. They are three eighths drive impact low profile nano sockets so they basically are is how many times have you put a you know an impact socket on and it didn't fit where you wanted to go these are tremendously low profile and i don't mean skinny i mean height wise low profile impact sockets so they only In take bolt heads not nuts that realistically True, because if it had a if it had a nut, it would be too deep. It wouldn't fit through unless you had an open ended impact. Uh, mm -hmm. But they also have hexagons on it on the back, so that you could use an open ended wrench if you needed to. Basically, giving you a socket that will fit anywhere. It's thirty five dollars. It's impact. It's let me see how many pieces. Fourteen piece metric I, I i don't want to say it's no skip because i didn't even look at that but it is uh it is a six point so it is a six is, point yeah impact nice. um they have different ones that you can find them in uh obviously in sae you can find them in half inch you can find all these things do i need a set of low profile nano impact sockets mm -hmm. around the horn talk me into or out of it go 
No, no, yeah. you don't need them. No. When was the last when was the last time your project stalled because you couldn't get an impact in there? Correct. And, right. And if you needed this, you would know first off. There's like that's one spot. I can't get this that that you you would know that spot. So, yeah, and second, I agree. If you're having that much hard time getting a small impact gun in there, just use a wrench. You like use a ratchet with a socket. It's and then fit. and figure out use leverage. Figure out how to pull and pull, or get, like this sounds like one of those tools where you're like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. I might need that sometime, and then, and then you, it, don't. you don't. And it sits in the drawer, and you nope. never use it. And a whole row of sockets, like that's a lot. It, it, like a one, you know, set of pliers that you may or may not use. Maybe you'll find some other use for them kind of thing. Like use it to the screwdriver in your, your uh, kitchen drawer or something stupid, right? Like you can find something to do with that, but a whole row of sockets. No. Well, yeah. you'll never know which one you need. So you have to have the set. We've seen your, yeah. we've seen your stock, your socket storage method. No, don't get them. You have to work, actually work on your project cars to need tools. Jen. Oh, oh boom. It's working on cars this weekend. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Oh. Did you buy them? Did I buy them? No, I have not. I Like I said, okay. they are in my Amazon. I was cart, waiting for him I, to go like, paused, well, here they I are. Said, I need to think about this for a minute. So I have a no from Chris because I don't actually use or just use a wrench. I have a no from Chrissy because... What, what was your reason? Because you don't need them. Because you don't need them. And mental said you don't store them well anyway or whatever. Well, that and just there, there are people who need these tools and they have come across situations uh, where they could get a, a pneumatic uh, ratchet wrench into a thing if the sockets were smaller. But this is a very, very specialized tool. And you, yeah. you, have, not, you have not gotten to the point yet with a project where you need something to specialize and for 35 bucks it's not bad but dude it's just it's one more thing to go in your garage i have a meme that's going to tell you what i think of your advice it's a little girl <laughs> saying that sign can't stop me because i can't read uh no i'm kidding i don't know if i'm gonna buy it or not. So thank you for the advice sure <clears throat> i'm gonna like you're gonna spend, spend like that gonna money on a it. bus company t-shirt uh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Metal, I'm totally going to do that. That's or something that's going to be more useful. Or don't spend the money at all. Yeah. I'm an adult with a real job. Anyway. We already <laughs> said also what we're doing do. next week. You also have a lot of crap. Do, like a lot of crap. Doing no storage for any of it. Right? So here, are, you are talking yourself out of these things. You're not wrong. I know. So. What is, oh, we already did what we're doing next week, right? I, 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 yeah. we'll see. We, we, we accidentally skipped over an entire section where normally Chris and Chrissy come back from vacation and tell what us how that? I was a bottle. Uh, oh. Tell us how terrible we were in the their tweeters. absence. We didn't read, we didn't listen to the episode, so we don't know. Okay. Cause, Sorry. cause Dwayne Wick probably kept us on, Good. on, well, on, topic. you didn't get drunk and you posted was, a show. So it was a good show. I, I was a good show. I wouldn't say a great show. A good show. I think Mental and I were were struggling a little. Keep oh, us on track. Shoot. Keep the arrow going. Well, well that's, we're we're show. back. So, yes, it's all good. We're back. And uh, we'll say thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers with all four of us back. 
and no guests. Da, da, da. We hope you enjoyed us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It's totally free. Uh, smash the like button. Please subscribe to the YouTube and play those suckers all the way through. Uh, if you have any questions or show ideas, drop it right down the doodly-doo. If you think you Jeff should buy the tool, go ahead and tell them. Uh, anyway, you could also email us at everyoneracers. E or excuse me, everyone.racers at gmail.com. You could text mental 484-243-0455. Send them pictures of your junk cars that is find us on instagram or twitter or facebook everywhere reddit slash we and r we're on every single social media and whatever you do keep the shiny side up unless it's that crazy ass the what was it project the car project car and then you know just keep those wheels down cut it up cut it up send it out bye everybody